Hello again, Hidden Pearl podcast fans, followers, friends, whatever you think you are. Thanks for tuning in. All right, Bruce Kittle here again. On the mindful minute again, and I'm uh, they're turning into a little bit more than a minute. So I'm just going through some of the conceptual theories behind some of the work that we do with the MAP program. So today I'm going to talk about the four stages of the mindful self. So again, if this is all more confusing than it needs to be, don't let it get cognitive. Just go sit somewhere and breathe. So it's all good. As Wim Hof would say, he just says, breathe. I won't use the exact terminology that he uses in his book, but just breathe. All right. And then the rest all takes care of itself. So that's the starting point. If you ever worry about it, just like anything else, go back to your fundamentals and focus on those. Do the small things correct and everything else will fix itself. So anyway, four stages of the mindful self. The four stages, and I I just want to give credit. So uh, George Mumford uh, wrote the book, kind of the really one of the, the leading core books on mindfulness as it relates to sports performance called the mindful athlete. So if you might remember, George Mumford is kind of the Buddhist meditator, mindful dude that worked with the bulls and the Lakers in their championship series runs and had a lot of work with all those guys, including Jordan and Kobe and whatever. So uh, his book is absolutely terrific and groundbreaking and really good. And uh, I think George now I was on his, um, he does a, ongoing show or not show, but kind of six week classes or so every so often. And so once you take any of them, you get kind of graduated in if you're interested in that stuff, but it's really good. And a lot of it's just kind of George, you know, working with individual scenarios and kind of talking about theory, but it's really good. And the people on it are great. Uh, But I think George has now read his own book 43 times or something like that. So uh, I've got two in, I don't know. I don't, I keep trying to read other stuff, but it's very good. So anyway, and so George's perception. So George talks a lot about, about know thyself, be thyself and share thyself. And I think that framework works really well. So, but the more I got into it, there was a step that I felt was missing. So I've added a fourth step, um, not because I like the number four or anything, but just because I felt like it was incomplete. And and he may have, you know, kind of intended to include this as part of the, the other steps, but I don't know. But so again, his the, it was know thyself, be thyself, share thyself, which I think is really true. Okay. And the theory in that is you have to know yourself first, and then you can be yourself fully in the situations of life. And then you're able to share yourself in concrete ways out in society. And I think that's all really true. But I think the step that was really powerful for me, so the four that I have is know thyself, we think is super important. And then step two for me that always kept coming up with people that I work with and myself was the need that is healing thyself. So I think you got to know yourself, but then I gotta, we got to spend some time healing. And I don't know, you know, I think in our world, um, we don't like to talk about that too much. You know, we're just starting to break some barriers around mental health in the NFL. Um, being vulnerable is not really a thing. We talked with Dr. Jen about empathy, authenticity, and those kind of things as it relates to coaching and being in the world of football. Uh, but I think it applies otherwise. So anyway, so the notion of healing thyself um, and talking about that. And then the other two are the same, be thyself and share thyself. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about some of the attributes of those pieces. Again, I call this the four stages of the mindful self. Um, so again, it all starts with that mindful meditation component that we talk about. So know thyself. So this is that life is actually a mirror and reflects ourselves back to us. But a lot of us, we don't like to look at it, right? Uh, Or we dilute it and we do a lot of things so that the mirror can't shine back to us very clearly and we don't really want to look very hard. So this know thyself thing is looking hard in the mirror really about it. So then whatever it is that you see, 
you got to have awareness around it, right? So that comes back to that mindful awareness piece. And you have to be able to see all those components. And we are experts at deluding ourselves. So that awareness, you got to be able to cut through the uh, kind of BS that we feed each other. I'll talk about that in the next stage as well. But, and then allow and accept it, right? So once we have that awareness of this stuff, knowing the self, you know, just take a breath, allow it. It is what it is. It's how we deal with emotions and thoughts that come up. We can't change it, right? So there's a great acronym. I think this is Tara Brock's stuff uh, or Jet Cornfield. I don't know, but she calls it rain, I think, but it's recognize, uh, allow or accept, uh, investigate, and then non-identify. And I won't go into that too much, but this whole notion is, you know, you first got to see it. That's the awareness piece. Um, and then, but you just, it is what it is. So allow it. So when you see whatever it is, if it, whether you like it or don't like it or whatever, some allowance and acceptance doesn't mean that you're going to let it be that it's, you know, well, you do let it be in that sense, finding peace with it, but you can work to change things. You can change what you do and how you do it and all that kind of stuff. So, but allow and accept. Um, next thing is that we're reviewing and it's all part of this allow and accept kind of gut checking. Well, what are my belief systems? Cause my beliefs impact my thoughts. My thoughts impact my emotions and those emotions eventually impact my actions and how I live out in the world. Okay. So you got to be reviewing all that kind of stuff and really thinking about it. So if you have behaviors that are not what you want, okay, then you got to back up and you got to review, well, what feelings led me to that emotion? And then you back up from the feelings, well, what thoughts led me to that, to feel that way? Okay. So something happened and I thought something and then it made me feel this way. And so I acted that way. And then generally behind most of our thoughts, there's a core set of values and beliefs. So I like to call them beliefs. And so sometimes we got to go back and tweak our belief systems, you know, and I don't mean religious per se, but we have beliefs about life, about culture, about society, about people, things that we've been told or not told, or we made up or stories we tell and all that kind of stuff. And you got to go back and you got to dig through that stuff. So this part's it's like a garden, right? It's an analogy. I can't remember. I read that in the book too somewhere. So I'm not trying to steal something, but maybe that's out there in the whole mindfulness world, but it's like a garden, right? So in the garden, you look out there and sometimes there's weeds out there and you got to go dig it up, dig that stuff up. And then if you dig stuff up and get it out, well, then you got to put in what you want. So that's the planning stage. So you got to plan it and put in new stuff, the stuff you want to grow, right? So fruit of the seed kind of thing. And then we have to nurture what we plant, okay? So it's got to have moisture and maybe some fertilizer and we got to weed out the other stuff as it comes in and clogs it up. So we got to tend to the garden, okay? And then the last stage is sometimes we just got to sit and watch it. And that's the part about being and not necessarily doing. So we got to get comfortable with that, okay? So, all right, then know thyself. The next part is uh, clarifying values and seeking alignment. And in, in this stage, really, it's about clarifying values and identifying non-alignment. I better change that. That's really more clear. Clarifying our values. What do we care about and why? In one of my other segments, I talked about purpose. You know, what's your deeper why and all that. But there's a bigger conversation about your values. Do you care about family? Is it about honesty? Is it about trustworthiness? Is it loyalty? What, what is it? Okay. And so that's how we're defining ourselves. You got to know who yourself is. This is what we're doing here. So clarify your values and then identify areas of non-alignment. And that means that if I say that some value is really important to me, but yet I'm not really living it out, well, then what's that about? Okay. 
I mean, if hard work is one of my values, but I'm laying on the couch all the time eating chips, I mean, what is that about? I don't, you know, I don't know. So, and I'm not, not judging or whatever, but it's like, you got to look, where am I out of alignment? Because, and I really believe this is alignment in values that lead toward authenticity, which I'll talk a little bit more about later, that really gives us our power and helps fuel us. So you got to have that. So know who you want to be. Okay, then this, then all of this work leads us to identifying our wounds and the trauma we may have induced or in, incurred, maybe induced in others. Yeah, I don't know. I've been accused. Yeah. Anyway, so and that's big T and little T, right? So big trauma or, you know, those are big life events. Uh, could be all kinds of stuff that are very, that are trauma, trauma. And then there's little T. So it could be getting yelled at by a fourth grade teacher getting picked on on the playground and bullied, you know, I don't know. So there's all kinds of stuff and we poo poo all that stuff and just bury it. Uh, but they're all wounds and they're all things that kind of stick with us and carry and you got to do some work to go in and dig all that stuff out. Okay. So you got to identify those things and know what your wounds are. Cause I think it's really hard to be your complete and most authentic self down the road when we want to be sharing uh, if you left those wounds unhealed. Okay. So, uh, and then I've got in there just a core value in this context is loving kindness. And that really means toward yourself and others. So as you're going through this process and you're digging through and all these things that have come up, um, you gotta be graceful with yourself, gentle, a lot of forgiveness. Uh, and again, a lot of loving kindness. So it's not about judgment. Uh, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about accurately and honestly reflecting on who you are and where the gaps are about who you wanna be. Okay, then step two, heal thyself. Okay. And again, this is not, they don't go in stages too well, right? So, but this is kind of the process. All right. Heal thyself. So once we've identified those wounds, we're kind of, you know, this is where we're going to go work. We're going to do some work on the wounds. So acknowledge, embrace, and accept the wounded self. Okay. And I, I don't want to like overstate this, but I definitely don't want to understate it either. So I'm not trying to get all, you know, soft and syrupy and all that kind of stuff. But I think for too long, uh, we have been placed in categories, I think particularly men, but I think women now, even in business and other arenas, you know, about being tough and about doing all this kind of stuff. And, you know, there is a time just to kind of suck up and finish it. And that's a lot of times what athletics is about, right? You do get hurt. You're wounded. You're not full speed. You're not whatever, but you still got to play because your team needs you and you got to do that and you got to tough it out. So that, that is all really true. The kind of healing of the self that I'm talking about here, though, these these are deeper kind of personal internal wounds of the spirit, of your emotions, of your psyche. And those we can't just push under all the time because eventually they will visit you no matter what. And so if you think you've buried it, you've not buried it deep enough. So no matter how deep you bury that whatever thorn bush in your garden, eventually the roots are going to take hold and they will come to the surface. So uh, again, acknowledge, embrace, and accept your wounded self. Just see it for what it is, accept it, allow it, hold it, you know, be gentle, okay? Then second, unburden, include, and integrate. So here's the thing. We, I don't think we ever get rid of all those wounds. So the wounded self that whatever, 10, 10 years old, 15 years old, 20 years old, 24, whatever it is, okay? I don't think we ever lose those parts. So we, what we try to do, we call it unburdening. So whatever whatever burden was created by that, big T or little T that you incurred or experienced. We're trying to unburden that part. Okay. And then we want to invite and include and integrate that part back into the self. So that's a little bit of, I know that's kind of therapy and psych stuff, you know, but I would just say, and sometimes you got to do that. And I think I encourage you to do that. 
we talk too much poo-poo and you know, go into therapy and all that. I, I would encourage everybody, really, just it's a good process. Make sure with a good person, you've got a, a you know formula that works. But anyway, so unburden, include, and integrate those wounded selves back in. Third step, recognize and remove the inner masks. Okay, so we, like I said earlier, we lie to ourselves all the time, tell ourselves bullshit, and we don't know why we're doing this or whatever, but we still sneak down and eat ice cream before we go to bed and we wonder why we can't lose any weight or whatever. You know, I'm just like throwing that stuff out there. So, or we skip workouts, we're not hitting all our speed workouts, or I don't condition like I should. And then I pull a hamstring and why did that happen? Well, you know, I don't know. So, anyway, pull off the mask. That's that honesty stuff from up above. So, once you start seeing the non alignment between values and who you say you are, okay, you really got to look hard. This is, you know, this is tough. Okay. But you got to do it. Okay. You got to rip off those masks. Stop lying to yourself. Honesty and truth start with the self. Okay. And when you become honest and truthful with yourself, then it becomes really, really difficult to be dishonest or untruthful with others. So that's the start. And the core value here I've got is joyful gratitude. Okay. So not necessarily gratitude for the trauma people have experienced or the wounds that you've had, but joy in the sense that, you know, you're recognizing, you're seeing them and you're working and you're on the path to healing. And there's gratitude in the healing process when we're able to reintegrate all the parts and everybody's all healed up. And trust me, this is a lifelong process. So I'm not trying to make it sound easy. It's not overnight. It's not a weekend. You don't go see a therapist for three weeks and all of a sudden everything's fixed. But it's an ongoing deal. But recognizing it, pulling it out, getting after it, that's important. Okay, step three. Be thyself. Okay, now we've gone through knowing the self. We're learning what we care about, who we are, you know, what we want to change, all that kind of stuff. We work on the healing process about all that kind of stuff. And then we're working on being thyself. So who is Bruce Kittle? Well, you guys probably don't want to know that, but who are you? Who are you? Figure it out. Get an identity. Know who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, what you care about, what your purpose is, what's your mission, all that kind of stuff. So there's a whole package of stuff you can work on. All right, now being the self, this requires us to recognize and remove the external masks. This is scary work, okay? Now you say, coach, what's an external mask? What is all this mask stuff you're talking about? Okay, so what happens? People put on these fake identities. You know, I go over to wherever, some party, and I think I gotta be blah, 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 and I gotta be a rich, cool dude, or you know, whatever, and I gotta be real important, and my ego gets in the way, and whatever, and I put on this display and I got to act a certain way. I got to be a certain thing for somebody else. Maybe your mom or dad told you you got to be X, Y, Z, and that's what you've been doing, but it's not really you. And you don't care. And you don't want to do that, but you don't know how to take it off. That's getting rid of the external mask. So the external masks are the mask that we put on for the other people in our lives, other portions of society, culture, whatever. And it it's all more bullshit. Sorry. And it's a freaking lie. And it derails you. Uh, from being authentic. And when you lose your authenticity, uh, you lose your power and you can't connect to others and you can't follow and finish your passion and purpose. Okay. That's my belief. Okay. And I could, you know, if you don't agree, it's okay. It's all right. But it's my podcast. This is my mindful minute. So I'm going to get it out there. All right. So remove the mask. Uh, B, embrace brutal honesty. Okay. Stop bullshitting yourself. Stop bullshitting yourself. Okay. It sucks. Honesty is a bitch. Now, I'm big on the old Wim Hof. If you're not in the Wim Hof, get his book. 
the Wim Hof method, but he's big on the cold, right? And he talks it in the cold that the cold is like a purifier. The cold, it purifies the body, it purifies the mind, it fixes the vascular system, and in his world, it even purifies the spirit. Because the cold, you can't bullshit the cold. It's like you can't cheat the game, right? If you cheat the game, the game knows. You can't cheat the cold because the cold freezes your ass. So it purifies, and that's what honesty does, okay? Honesty matters. So embrace brutal honesty with yourself. Stop bullshitting yourself. Don't let other people's bullshit you, and don't listen to other people's bullshit, okay? Like I said, elevators, okay? They're either taking you up or taking you down. And if they're just a dead weight in the back and they're bullshitting you, get them off the elevator. Okay. So third, refine and clarify values and your action alignment. We talked about this up above. So we, what we were doing there was refining and clarifying our values. And then we were seeking out non-alignment. Where am I out of alignment? Well, now this is where you got to find alignment. So be in the self. And this is part, this could be included too with the healing, right? Finding alignment of values. When you are out of alignment with your values, your stated values. So here's the thing, right? You might tell yourself, like, I really care about being an honest and trustworthy person, but you keep doing shit that's not, then you better ask yourself, do I really care about being an honest and truthful person? Stop bullshitting yourself. Accept what is. And then you can figure out, is this really who I want to be? Maybe you're stuck in a spot that's not really who you want to be. Well, then change it. Okay. But you got to clarify, what are my real values? What do I really care about? Who do I really want to be? What attributes of a human being do I want to display every day? Okay, then find alignment. Look at your thoughts, look at your feelings, look at your action. And where am I in alignment with those values? And where am I in non-alignment? Hopefully we've already identified that. And then start turning the wheel. Okay, I'm going to work on loyalty this week. I'm going to honor and recognize my friends and family who have cared for me and loved me. And that matters. And I'm not going to take it for granted. And I'm going to pay attention. So maybe start with five values or three or just one, whatever, make it small and work at just doing that and work into alignment. So then it becomes, that one becomes a habit and then pick another one. Here's where I want to go with this and then figure out what are the steps. And you can do that same process I talked about before about the vision and actions or goals and then process and action steps, same stuff. So we got, but you got to get into alignment because your spirit knows and your mind knows and your heart knows. Okay. Four, under be thyself, clarify your purpose and your deepest why. So I kind of talked about that up above and think that's really important. And so if you haven't, that's, you got to know your why. And then we do all those other things. So then the core values for me under this, this one is authentic humility, authentic humility. Okay. Be in the self, be comfortable with who you are. And if you're not, then be who you want, who you can be comfortable as, you know, but do it in a way that's authentic and I have authentic humility. That's that's important to me in my world. And that's just a reminder to me to keep my ego out of the way. Okay? Try to. Um, you know, and it's not necessarily for everybody. If that's not empowering, I'm, I'm not trying to put it on anybody else. But that's what kind of works with me in that category. So trying to be authentic about really who I am, what I really think, what I really feel, how I really want to act, making those choices. And then doing that way that honors and respects other people. Okay. Last category, four. Share thyself. Okay, we don't do all this just to sit in the room. It ain't about sitting on a mat or a chair and thinking and humming and all that stuff. And I like ohms. I am. I'm a chimer and an omer and a 
all that stuff. So I do all that stuff and I'm not poo-pooing that. I think it's really important, but the world doesn't end on our cushion or the chair or wherever it is that you do your meditation, right? It, it, it just empowers us to take that out into the world. Okay. So that's what we're trying to do. So share thyself. So when we talk about it, we talk about connecting your purpose, passion, and skills to the needs of the world. And you guys have all heard that before. But so when we get to this point, now think about what we've done. We know ourselves. We've healed up. Okay. And that's an ongoing process. We're working on being our true self. And now we're taking that out into the world. Okay. And we're matching our purpose. What's our why? Our passions, things we really care about and have gifts in, skills. And we want to match those up with the needs of the world. Okay. Where's the world need us? Go find a spot. Okay. Part B, second into the share thyself, be the lighthouse. Okay. This is a framework uh, of leadership that resonates with me. If it does not for you, it's okay. But the lighthouse version um, on a team, I can be kind of vocal and do all that kind of stuff, but I'm not much for telling people what they need to do or not do. It kind of sounds like it in this, in this little part, doesn't it? Sorry. Anyway, I'm getting a little preachy there. Sorry. But anyway, but I, more about being the lighthouse. So, which means to me that I'm, I'm trying to be leadership in this role in a way that I'm just clear about what I care about, who I'm trying to be, and what I'm trying to do in the world. Um, and if others agree with it and they feel it's good and it provides some kind of guidance, then that's terrific. If they want to go a different route, that's up to them. Okay. But be in the lighthouse and the lighthouse also it's out there in, on the rocks, keeping folks from driving in and crashing. So that's part of our role as well. So being the lighthouse is an image for me that works anyway. And then looking at causes beyond and bigger than the self and all, again, back to service to others. So, um, and again, we get really micromanagey when we are thinking about our goals and visions and doing all that kind of stuff at times. And that's part of athletics. I mean, I have to. I have to worry about my first and second step. I got to worry about my helmet placement. I got to get my elbow in. I got to do all that. And it gets to be a really small microcosm world. But in the bigger context, because all of you athletes out there, right, you're more than just an athlete. Okay. You could be a sister, a mom, a husband, a brother, whatever, dad, all those things that we are to all these other people in our lives. It's bigger than that. And so you start with that inner circle and we keep working out and try to do what we can, but giving back to people bigger, you know, cause or a way that's bigger than ourselves important. It helps keep our ego on track to it. Like, okay. And for this one, my core value is courageous action. All right. Courageous action. So that is really one of the core, core values for me about that. And it's a reminder to me about this lighthouse thing um, that we need to stand up and lift up some voices maybe that don't get heard. We got open doors that maybe haven't been opened. We got to welcome people to the table that maybe haven't been welcomed. And it's time that we do that. And it takes courage. Okay. So in the podcast with Dr. Jen, we talked about, you know, that the locker room takes care of itself and it only takes one. And that means that the locker room has its own culture and all that, just like our society does. And our, our locker room right now is not taking as good a care of everybody in the locker room that it should. That's my view. Okay. So courageous action is about standing up, and having a voice and reaching out and reaching toward other people, other situations and standing up and being courageous in that because that's, it does take courage. So even in the locker room, when you stand up for somebody and tell people stop doing whatever, it's not easy. And it's the same thing in the world. So we want to be action oriented. We want to be taking the action forward. We want to be making progress. And again, small steps all in the same direction. Consistent steps lead to amazing results. And that's all we're trying to do. Be courageous with this first step in a small way 
and then just keep taking steps after steps. And that's what we're working on. But that's sharing the self. Okay. So I appreciate you listening to me rant. All right. And uh, those are the four stages of mindful self. Know thyself, heal thyself, be thyself, share thyself. And you can share yourself with us. So you can follow the podcast. Um, we don't have any sponsors yet, so <laughs> I can't I can't give you a plug. Uh, maybe we'll get a sponsor one of these days. I don't know. But anyway, uh, and uh, but, um, you know, go out. Be great again today. Do a little justice. Be kind to somebody. Be kind to yourself. And uh, send us your thoughts when you get a moment. Okay? All right. Appreciate you very much, everybody. Wish you much love and joy and safe travels on the road.